0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, in sports gambling, you can't get too high, you can't get too low. On Monday, it was tough on us. It was painful. It was sickening. It was all of that and even more. I didn't even know if the sun was going to come up on Tuesday, but we put in nine wagers and we ended up going five and four. Sure, we had a tough loss on Kent State by a half a point. We lost both of our Power Five games but we went five and two on the mid-majors, had a winning day. Then when you take a step back and reflect on the last seven days, well, we had four really good days going 28 and 15. We went three and three on Sunday. We go 0-4 on Monday, the day I don't want to talk about, and then five and four on Tuesday. You add it all together, we're 36 and 26 over the last seven days on college basketball. I'll take that. It's March. Here we go. Let's get to the card for a Wednesday, and we start. In the Big 12, it is Iowa State minus the three and a half over Oklahoma State. So Iowa State started the year with 12 straight wins. In the middle, they went four and nine. Now they've won four straight, including road wins at TCU and Kansas State. The Cyclones won at Oklahoma State by three in the first meeting. Oklahoma State has lost three of four with three straight games going to overtime. I'll fade that trend. The Cyclones will continue to climb the seat line for the NCAA tournament tonight. I like Iowa State, minus the three and a half in Ames over the Cowboys. Next up, we go to the SEC, and we're going to keep this one short and sweet. We're on Auburn, minus the three at Mississippi State. So I get to play a top five team in the country, coming off a road loss at a ranked opponent. Now they're laying only a possession at an unranked opponent. I get it. They've lost three straight on the road, but I'll take my chances. Give me Bruce Pearl and the Taggers minus three at Mississippi State. Next up, we stay in the SEC. It is LSU plus the five and a half at Arkansas. So I like LSU a little more than I should. Arkansas beat LSU on the road by seven already this year. The Razorbacks have won four straight, including the last three over Tennessee, Florida, and Kentucky. That's impressive. It also sets up a letdown spot against an underachieving group of taggers out to prove themselves. So I'm going to grab the five and a half on the road tonight with LSU over Arkansas. Next up, we go to Big Ten country. It is Maryland minus the five and a half over Minnesota. So I was wrong about Maryland. I tip my cap to Danny Manning and the Terps. Winners in three of four, including a 15 point win over Ohio State that I just didn't see coming Minnesota's been playing good tough basketball at home on the road they've lost four straight by double digits I'll lay the five and a half with the Terps at home over the Golden Gophers next up we go to the Big Ten or we stay in the Big Ten it is Indiana minus the five over Rutgers so Indiana hung on for dear life and covered for us on Sunday at Minnesota now they look to make it three straight before wrapping up the season at Purdue. They need this one bad. Both Rutgers and Indiana are likely on the bubble. The Hoosiers are 14 and three at home. The Scarlet Knights are only three and nine on the road. Rutgers had a stretch this year, beating four consecutive ranked opponents. Now they've lost three straight to Purdue, Michigan, and Wisconsin. I'd like Indiana to finish strong at home and cover the number tonight. Say goodnight to the Scarlet Knights. I'm on Indiana, minus the five over Rutgers. Next up, we go to the Big East. It is UConn, minus the four at Creighton. So UConn has won five straight. Creighton just lost their point guard for the season. The Jays need to win this one since since they find themselves in the bubble, but I just don't see it. Creighton beat UConn the first time by four. Tonight, the Huskies get revenge. I like UConn to cover the four in Omaha over the Blue Jays. Next up, we stay in the Big East. It is Marquette minus the one and a half at DePaul. So Marquette has lost four straight road games and four of seven after their very nice seven game winning streak. The Golden Eagles beat DePaul by 11 in the first meeting. The Demons have won two straight in conference and a win would give DePaul their third highest conference win total since joining the Big East in 2005. Now that's a sad statement. DePaul beat me on Sunday. I'm going to make him beat me again today. I like Shaka and the Golden Eagles minus the one and a half in Chicago. Next up, it is Miami minus the four and a half at Boston College in the ACC. The Hurricanes are still in fourth place in the conference at 12 and six and a very impressive eight and two on the road. This team has won at Duke, Wake Forest, and Virginia Tech, just to name a few. Recent losses to Virginia Tech and Virginia at home were by one and three points respectively. Boston College, meanwhile, they've lost eight of 11. They're playing tough, but not tough enough to cover. I'd like Miami to get the job done and cover the four and a half at Boston College. If not, they might find themselves on the bubble come tomorrow morning. Next up, we stay in the ACC. It is Notre Dame minus the one and a half at Florida State. So Florida State had their last shining moment of the season at Virginia on Saturday. The Seminoles are now nine and four at home and they've lost three of their last four on the home floor. This is a team that has recently lost by double digits to Boston College and Georgia Tech. Plus they got beat by Pittsburgh at home. I love Leonard Hamilton, but I just can't back him tonight. Notre Dame is attempting to lock up the number two seed in the ACC. They've won seven of eight games with the lone loss being at Wake Forest by five. I'm gonna take the fighting Irish, minus the one and a half at Florida State. Next up, we go to the American Conference. It is Wichita State, minus the two at Tulsa. So hello, I'm still here. I'm like Milton on office space. I just didn't get the memo to abandon ship. This team is a train wreck. I can't believe how bad it is for Shocker Nation. Wichita State is four and nine in the conference. Losers of three straight and only 2 and 5 on the road this year. Tulsa is not good. They're 3 and 13 in conference, 9 and 18 overall and they lost by 10 to the Shockers in the first meeting. Wichita, it's time to stop making me like look like a fool. This is a team that I will bet on every single game next week in the conference tournament until they lose. They still have the talent to make a deep run. They need to show me something tonight. Let's win and cover the number. I'm on Wichita, minus the two at Tulsa. Next up, we go to the Big South tournament. We're going to play four games in the conference tonight. And just a side note here, number five seed UNC Asheville and number six seed Campbell are my sleeper teams to make a deep run in this conference tournament. So let's see how I do on that prediction. Our first game is UNC Asheville, minus the nine over Charleston Southern. So it's eight and eight in the conference, first one and 15. Asheville beat Charleston Southern 82 to 59 at home in the first meeting. And then they also beat him 85 to 66 on the road. Things always tighten up in tournament play, especially at a neutral site. But I'm just not seeing a single digit game for long in this one. I'm going to lay the nine with the Bulldogs of UNC Asheville over Charleston Southern. Next up, we're going to play Campbell, minus the two and a half over Presbyterian. So Campbell lost the lone meeting this year at Presbyterian by six. Maybe I've only watched the Fighting Camels during their good games, but I kind of like this club. This is by far and away my favorite play in the conference today. So I'm going to lay the two and a half with the Fighting Camels over Presbyterian. Next up in the card, it is Hampton, plus the six over High Point. So I always had a rule never to bet against Tubby Smith. I have no such rule betting against his son. Always interesting when teams play back-to-back games. High Point finished the season with an 11-point win at home over Hampton. Hampton won the first meeting, though, by four. I haven't been playing a ton of underdogs of late, but I think this one could bite tonight. So I'm going to take the Pirates of Hampton plus the six over High Point. Then your final game on the card is Radford. Minus the two over North Carolina, a So early tip time here, really early, by the way, and I'm not gonna skip a game in the Big South. Another situation where the teams are playing back-to-back games. a lost by nine and home to Radford to end the season, but beat them by one on the road earlier in the year. AT has lost nine of 11 games. Meanwhile, Radford has won four of five. All the signs point to Radford to me. Recent form says we win by five to seven. So I'm going to take the Highlanders minus the two over North Carolina AT. So let's recap your card for a Wednesday. In the Big 12, we like Iowa State minus the three and a half over Oklahoma State. In the SEC, we're on Auburn minus the three at Mississippi State. We like LSU plus the five and a half at Arkansas. We're on Maryland minus the five and a half over Minnesota. We're on Indiana, minus the five over Rutgers. We like Yukon, minus the four at Creighton. We like Marquette, minus the one and a half at DePaul. We're on Miami, minus the four and a half at Boston College. We like Notre Dame, minus the one and a half at Florida State. We like Wichita State, eh, I do still, minus the two at Tulsa. In the Big South tournament, we're on UNC Asheville, minus the nine over Charleston Southern. We like Campbell, minus the two and a half over Presbyterian. We're on Hampton, plus the six over High Point. And we like Radford, minus the two over North Carolina AT. So that's your card for a Wednesday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money, have fun, and let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. Step into the world of power, loyalty